Let's talk business. It's women supporting women, baby. Let's get down to business. Work at it real, don't be innocent. This is late business. Hey friends, this is Jacqueline Fugit, and I am the host of Lady Business. I am feeling so nervous right now because this is my very first time recording. Um, I am so, so excited to get this thing going though. I have been chatting about getting this podcast started for weeks and weeks now, and I am so freaking pumped to finally have the first episode out. So, Today's episode is going to be just my story and just kind of a little bit about me and my business and what this podcast, Lady Business, is going to be all about. So let's dive right in, I guess. I don't know. Um, So a little bit about me. Um, I am 31 years old. I live in Charleston, South Carolina with my adorable family. I have a husband that I've been married to for, it'll be nine years this year. Um, His name is Bobby, and we have two beautiful daughters, Bella and Sage. Bella is three and a half, and Sage is 18 months, and my family is definitely the most important thing to me in my life, Um, So, and they definitely inspire me so much to just do all the things that I do and just to become you know, the best version of myself for them. So I'm just super excited to share my story with you because they definitely are a huge part of that. So growing up, I never really knew like what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wasn't one of those kids that just knew. Um, But I grew up with a mom that is an entrepreneur. So I feel like I kind of got to see her walk through that journey of becoming an entrepreneur and just kind of everything that she did and all the sacrifices she had to make and all the work that it took to get to a place where her business was super successful. And I'm actually having her on for my first official episode. This is kind of like the trailer slash introduction, but she's going to be my first interview. So I'm super excited for y'all to hear from her too. But she, so she has a ACT, SAT business, um, but she also is an artist. So it's just really cool because I kind of got to see her wearing both hats of like, this is like my business, but then I also have this like side hustle that I'm really passionate about and just kind of how she navigated that. So I got to kind of see her do that. And I, you know, I never really knew what I wanted to do, but I was always drawn towards like creating, but I also love like mentoring and kind of being I'm the also I'm the oldest of four so I'm just kind of like big sister vibes like all around pretty much that's just how I am um so I felt like when I went to college I was kind of drawn towards teaching because of that because of just the um I don't know I just like being in leadership positions and I love serving people in that way and teaching people and that kind of thing. And so I think that I just kind of was drawn towards that. 
I also grew up like working at summer camps. Like every single summer, I worked at summer camps, and I've always loved kids. I've loved babysitting. Um, and so I actually went to college for special education. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what drew me to that, but just I worked at several summer camps where, um, you know, I got to hang out with kids of differing abilities and I just like loved them so much. And I also know that um, special education teachers have the amazing role of advocating for their students and making sure they're getting the best. And that was something that I felt like I would want to do with my career. And so um, the first thing that I did out of college was get a job teaching. Um, I was taught in a self-contained classroom for high school students with severe disabilities. And I absolutely adored those kids. Like I loved teaching them and I loved the kids, but the actual job of being a special education teacher is just so demanding with paperwork and just legalism and just all the things. So that just really wasn't for me. That just didn't suit my gifts and my personality as well as I thought that it would. I also just didn't love like having a boss. <laughs> so um, yeah, I just, it wasn't really my thing. Um, it just wasn't a good fit for me. And so I kind of was like, what should I do with my life? I have no idea what I'm doing. So I kind of, after that, went into the nanny route. So I was like, I love kids. Um, and, you know, this just seems like a less stressful way to love on kids is to be a nanny, which I absolutely loved being a nanny. Like probably one of the best jobs I've ever had was obsessed with all the kids that I got to nanny. And I really think I needed that. It was like a nice pause for me because it was a lot less stressful than teaching. And I really just got to hang out with the kids and love on them. And then at the end of the day, when I went home, I didn't have to bring any work home. So it really was perfect because that kind of gave me the space to figure out what my passions are. And turns out that I was really passionate about photography. So um, I've always had a camera in my hand. Like I should have realized this sooner, honestly, because I am the girl who constantly had a camera in her hand in high school. I had the, one of those little, it was like bright neon pink, like Canon little like point and shoot camera. Um, but I always was taking pictures. I have like 8,000 Facebook albums. Don't go look at them. They're embarrassing. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I always had a camera in my hand constantly. Um, and so I kind of wish that I would have like realized that that was my passion sooner because that would have made my life a lot easier. But my journey to becoming a photographer, um, it was intentional. And I know that there was reasons why I had to kind of pivot so many times to get to where I eventually wanted to land. Um, but yeah, so I, started kind of doing photography on the side as I was a full-time nanny. And my husband actually got accepted to, so we were living in, um, I kind of skipped that part. I grew up in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So that's where I'm from. And my husband and I both grew up there. We were living there, had been married maybe like four years, three years, something like that. And he got accepted into medical school. So we moved to Memphis, Tennessee for him to go to um, UT medical school. So um, college, I think it's UT College of Medicine. But yeah, so we went to Memphis, Tennessee, and I got another um, full-time nannying job there. 
and I was doing photography on the side. And it was kind of one of those revelations where I was like, okay, so Bobby is kind of pursuing his dream and like figuring out what he wants to do with his life. Um, and we're kind of, you know, like obviously taking a huge leap and investing into his dream by like moving, you know, across the state, leaving behind our family and friends. Like that's a huge deal. And I was like, you know, it just kind of inspired me to really chase after my dreams too, because he was doing that for himself. And so I was like, okay, like if I want to become a photographer, then like I have to start getting serious about this. I need to like invest in education. I need to invest in better gear, all the things. And so I had actually already um, taken a online course when I was in Chattanooga. That was actually one of the very first things that I even spent money on was an online shooting and editing course. And so I already had kind of like a basic groundwork of photography education, but um, it was just cool because I started investing more into that and I upgraded my gear. I invested in more education resources. I just really dove in in my free time from nannying and I really just tried to start seeing what that could be for me. And it honestly just turned out way better than I ever could have imagined. And I honestly thank the community of Memphis for that because they are just such a awesome, it's just such an awesome city that just lifts entrepreneurs up. I truly think it's just such a cool city that just really appreciates hard work. And um, if you are willing to put in the work, then they will, you know, like lift you up in return. And so Memphis was a really awesome place to start my business. I absolutely love Memphis and I miss it all the time. Um, so where was I? Okay. So yeah. So basically I was nannying for like the first year and a half of being in Memphis. And then I got pregnant with our first daughter, which we were so excited about that because we'd been married for almost five years. So it was, it was time, um, to kind of get that going or that's how we felt at least. And so we, um, were so excited and I was like, okay, so I had been doing photography on the side for about a year and a half at that point. Um, or maybe a year, I guess. So, because yeah. Um, and so I decided, okay, like if I really want to make this work, then I'm going to have to figure out how to go full time with this because, you know, my husband was in medical school. So I, our income, my income was our only income that we had coming in. And so I definitely had to, had to make it work or else I would have to figure something else out. So I started saving up all of my money from my photography side hustle, uh, my entire pregnancy for nine months. And thankfully I was able to save enough to give us like three months buffer after we had our first daughter, Bella, which was perfect because I was able to actually take maternity leave. So I basically, you know, gave myself a maternity leave, which was funny, but that's just kind of how it is when you're an entrepreneur and you don't have, you know, those kind of benefits and stuff. But I'm sure that there's going to be other women that can talk about that on this podcast. I'm kind of curious to see how other women navigated maternity leave as an entrepreneur, because that's just, it's tough. Um, but thankfully I had like the two jobs life kind of that I was rocking for a little bit while I was pregnant. Um, and so I was able to 
save up some money for that. But um, yeah, so I took three months off after having my daughter and then I went full time into photography after that. And so, um, yeah, I had only owned a camera for maybe two years (laughs) uh, before going full time. So it was pretty fast from when I first picked up a camera to going full time. And I honestly just, I attribute education to that because really just education is so empowering. And if I wouldn't have taken that course that I took, then I wouldn't have gotten there as quickly as I did. And so, um, yeah, so I'm just super thankful that I decided to invest in that course when I did. And so I was, um, you know, rocking the stay at home mom life and, um, you know, full-time photography. And then I kind of started dabbling in mentorships, like offering mentorships to other new, new photographers, because in the back of my mind, teaching is something I've always still loved. And so I was like, okay, how can I kind of incorporate my like love and gift for like teaching, but also my like, you know, photography skills, blah, blah, blah. So I started offering mentorships and then my friend Danny Brewer, who if you're in Memphis, she is an amazing photographer and y'all should definitely go check her out. So her and I became really close and she is also a photographer and we threw around the idea of hosting a in-person workshop together. Um, So we hosted two in-person workshops in Memphis. They were called Treat Yourself Workshop um, and they went so well like we were actually floored because like the first one sold out within like 24 hours and then the second one didn't sell out quite as fast because we raised the price a lot because it was a lot of work but we had people that flew in or like traveled from I think like three or four different states to come learn from us for that one which was such a big deal and such an honor so we were just so thankful that that went well. And it just really like lit a fire under me for like the education side of photography because I just really enjoyed it and love teaching. And so, and yeah, so I kind of started throwing the idea around of maybe creating an online course at some point, but I just like, was like, I don't know, like that'll be something in the future. I was still figuring out all the beginnings of starting a business, which if you know, you have a business, then you know that those first few years are a lot of learning curves and figuring it out as you go along. So I definitely just kind of was still figuring everything out. And then our beloved COVID hit. So, and I say that very sarcastically. Um, So yeah, so that happened. And obviously that affected my business a lot, which um, yeah, it was hard. And But the cool thing about that whole time was that online education was something that definitely took off. And so I started thinking even more and more about starting an online course. And so, yeah, I started like kind of researching that, planning it, kind of like thinking about what it would all entail and started planning out some of the lessons that I would want to incorporate. But Um, And I wish that I would have kind of gotten my life together sooner to put that out into the world. But, you know, I also, oh, okay, so I missed another thing in my life. I also got pregnant again. (laughs) So we had our second daughter, Sage, um, December of 2020. So, you know, COVID hit, like we were kind of staying at home, 
got pregnant, you know, was like navigating pregnancy, which I have terrible pregnancies, like both my pregnancies, I was so sick. And so that just really definitely like takes me out a little bit as far as like my work ethic and my ability to like get a ton of stuff done. And I had, you know, obviously a toddler. And so it was a little crazy, crazy time. Um, But yeah, so I didn't quite get the course like anything kind of going with that quite yet, but it was in the back of my mind and it was something that I was thinking very actively about. Um, But yeah, my my um, husband was finishing up his med school and we were getting ready to figure out where we were going to be matched for residency. So if you're unfamiliar, the match process is pretty crazy for residents. Basically, they put a list of like all the places that they want to go to residency from like a scale from one to whatever. And then all the residencies put like a list of one to whatever, however many spots they have. And then like whichever one you match up with the best is like where you go and you like have to move there within like a few months. So it almost feels like you're in the military and getting like sent on an assignment or something. So it was pretty crazy. Um, But we so we found out that we were moving to Charleston, South Carolina in March of 2021. So that was just a little over a year ago at this point. And so we had to start packing and moving and all the things. And so that was obviously, um, you know, crazy. And just I kind of had to put work on the back burner for that season just because of all the life changes that we were going through. But that's just kind of the story of my life, honestly, is like I have these really good ideas and then like I have to just wait. (laughs) So I feel like God has been teaching me a ton of patience in my business because it just has to all be in like his timing. And like I have these ideas that I want to do, but then I have to be patient and like wait for the timing. And um, this is just like a random side note, but I love the artist Morgan Harper Nichols and she has this print that has trust the timing And so I had to get that for my office. So I actually have it hanging right above my desk right now. And I can look up and look at it whenever I need to remind myself to trust the timing. So yeah, so we moved to Charleston um, a little over a year ago at this point. And um, so yeah, like I was transitioning my business. We were getting settled into our house. We were you know, getting settled into our city, trying to meet friends. And it was, you know, it was just a whirlwind. And so work for me kind of had to hit the back burner for like a few months just to like get settled. But then kind of once things started going again, I still had the goal to launch my course. And so I gave myself the goal of launching it by Christmas because I was like, I need to just give myself a deadline. And then if I give myself a deadline, then it has to happen. And so I started working on it more. I thankfully was able to track down some babysitters here. And so I've been having a babysitter come for two days a week for the last, like literally the last like year and a half. But thankfully my girls are just about to start school and they're going to be going from nine to one Monday through Friday. So that is going to be a game changer for me with work, but just with them being so little and us moving and everything, I've kept them home, but I definitely think it's time for them to go. So I'm excited for that transition that's about to happen. But um, anyways, and so I, you know, between whenever I had time to work, I would extra time, I would work on my course. And so I 
finally was able to launch my course December 2021. So it's been out for a little over six months now, and it is a shooting and editing course for beginners. So it has um, 65 lessons. It covers everything from, you know, getting started with photography, um, like all the camera settings, shooting in manual, lighting, gear, um, Lightroom, like getting started with editing and all that kind of stuff. So super excited. I love my course. I'm so proud of it. And so I launched that in December. And then kind of like soon after launching my course, I just kind of realized like, I don't know. I just, something in me was like starting a podcast (laughs) just kind of seems like the natural next step. I don't know why, but I think that it just kind of was something about like just realizing that God gave me so many passions and interests. And I also just love supporting other people and lifting up other women around me and realizing that like, not only did I, was I blessed with these gifts, but he's also blessed other people with amazing talents and gifts and just knowledge that, um, you know, needs to be shared. And like, there should be a platform to like share those things and share those stories. And yeah, so I'm just super excited because, um, to me, lady business is going to be about like lifting up other women around me and just realizing that, um, you know, we're better together as women and lifting each other up is way better than like, competition and tearing each other down. And so I just really wanted to have somewhere to just highlight and showcase the amazing stories of other women entrepreneurs. And so, yeah, lady, that's what lady business is going to be all about. And, um, it's also going to be about just like the whole journey to entrepreneurship and starting a business because, you know, starting a business is so exciting. It's amazing. And, fun and you're like, you know, adrenaline and all the things, but it's also like really freaking hard too. Like there's a lot of days where you might cry or you might be really stressed or anxious and there's, that's just part of it. Like that's, you know, starting a business is not easy at all. And I just, another thing is like no shade at all to like any other podcast, but there's just a lot of other business podcasts out there that I've listened to and like, I think that they're amazing, but a lot of them are only speaking from the perspective of like being the expert on things, which is fine. Like, you know, I love listening to people that are experts on certain topics, but I also just feel like there's not a lot of like relatable business podcast out there that's like, hey, we messed up and this is how we got through it. And like, you know, I don't know, just like not talking about the hard things, like it's all kind of nice and tied up in a bow and presented to you in this way that's like almost like unattainable or like you almost feel like you're doing something wrong because your journey to entrepreneurship like hasn't been easy. And so my vision for Lady Business is that it would share like the beauty and the struggle of starting a business. So we just kind of are going to pull the curtain back a little bit and we're going to just show you guys like the real and the raw about, you know, just all the challenges that we all have faced at in starting our businesses. And of course we want to share like the major wins too. And just like the exciting times and all the things that have happened like for our businesses and in our businesses, like duh, but it's also just going to be like no BS, like no fake success stories, just like real honest stories from women about their journey to entrepreneurship. And so 
I am just so excited that you guys took the time to listen to this first episode, and um, I cannot wait to bring on some freaking amazing women into this podcast that I can talk to and chat with. Um, So yeah, that is pretty much it for this first episode. I just kind of wanted to share the story of my business, my story, what what led me to want to start this podcast, and you know, what it's going to be all about. So, all right, ladies, we'll chat soon. Let's talk business. It's women supporting women, baby. Let's get down to business. We're getting real, don't be innocent.